And so we start our morning every day. Uh, welcome, Achuta Keshava. Satya, so good to see you. Um, AJ, good to see you. Angelica, thanks for being here on Zoom. We start every morning since this whole lockdown. We've been praying every morning at 8.55. Uh, Vera's been leading us in a moment of just kind of quiet reflection as well as calling out from the heart to just pause for a second and, and um, reconnect with a, with a higher power. And mm -hmm. so please, Vera, go ahead and just lead us in that charge and we are, we are ready to receive. Ready to receive, amazing. Amazing. Everybody just find a, a comfortable seat wherever you are. Just find stillness in your body. I'm taking this as an opportunity. We're calling our dear most friend. Just imagine that person who always responds with love, always responds with the most uplifting message, with the deepest insight, helping us to go deeper into our spiritual journey more clarity in our spiritual path. That is, the, that is the number, that is the friend that we're dialing into and calling right now. So find that comfortable seat, find your breath, and enter into a space of just receiving, receiving grace, letting go of any distractions, letting go of the doing consciousness just for these next moments. There's nothing that you have to do right now. Just being and just connecting this universal language of prayer. It's available to us every moment of our existence, every moment of our life. We can call out in prayer and feel the connection, the great treasures of connection with the divine. No matter what situation we're in, we can find those treasures and find that beautiful connection. Let it reveal whatever it is that we need in this moment in order to transform, in order to keep growing, keep going forward on our path. We pray this morning, you are our dear most friend. And so often, I feel so distant from you. So often, I feel that you are unavailable. When I reach out, I don't hear your voice immediately call back. And it leaves me feeling abandoned, oftentimes hopeless. My Lord, I pray to you, please give me hope. Please help me to connect with you right now. Help me to feel your presence. Help us to feel your presence in our life. Help us to hear that voice inside. Help us to listen to the inner sanctums of our heart that are guiding us every single moment of our life. You're guiding us every step of the way. But I turn myself away from you so often. I lack the faith to just sit down and to be with you through whatever situation I'm facing in my life. Give me the faith and give me the strength to be able to be in those situations those challenging moments in life, and to sit with you. And that when things are going in such a positive direction, and when I'm feeling so high, I'm feeling so connected to you, I see life unfolding, I have so much hope, let me stay connected to you through those moments. Let me not forget you. Let me not think that it's through my doing 
that I'm going to attain great gifts in my life, but that it's in being with you through the ups and the downs that the greatest treasures are revealed. Through being with you through the ups and downs of life, that my love becomes steady, that my connection with you becomes steady. My Lord, I pray that all of us today, wherever we are at in our life right now, that we may feel you as our dear most friend. We may feel that connection with you right now. And that voice that is always speaking to us within our heart, that inner voice becomes a little more clear. And we have the courage to follow that voice. And please help us to become instruments of your grace, instruments of your love, seeing every moment in our life the greatest victory, the greatest success is seeing that every moment I have an opportunity to be an instrument of your love, I have an opportunity to serve, to offer that love and that connection to every person I come into contact with. Please give us the strength. Please give us that connection today. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Rama. Mm. Thank you so much for your thank you. So Welcome. soothing to hear your your sweet soothing voice. Appreciate so soothing it. to so soothing to be with you guys and to call out. Yeah. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I was just listening, um, um our good friend uh Jay Shetty, uh, who many people may know or follow online. Um he was on um he was on uh, CNN the other day doing an interview. A lot of news networks, et cetera, reaching out to him and saying, you know, how can we respond to this time? He's teaching, he's doing daily live meditations. And um, they're asking, you know, is there a simple meditation that we could, you could show people to do? And uh, he did like a very, just online, a very simple, just like bring your hand on your belly, breathing for a count of four, then breathing out. And she asked, you know, why, how is this so powerful? Like, why is this so simple? And he said, you know, so often our, our mind and our body are so disconnected, you know, like our mind is in one place, our mind might be feeling very active and on the go, but our body's feeling very sluggish or vice versa. And so, um, you know, just taking a few simple moments to ground yourself can uh, just put your mind and your body back in, in alignment with each other, you know, mm -hmm. and I was feeling that with, with prayer, it's kind of the same thing, but it's, it's the mind, the body and the heart, you know, taking it a step further, just like, oh, wow, like, just five minutes, two seconds, three minutes of just, you know, checking in with ourselves, getting our feelings out, saying a quick prayer. And it's like, you know, oh my God, my, my mind, my body, and my heart, just let them just kind of come and be back on the same page for just a second. And then that's what I'm feeling after five minutes listening to you. So uh, yeah. I don't know if anyone else has that experience, but that's, you know, beyond even, you know, the message or the content, et cetera, which is very beautiful. It's just, Whew, take that moment to just, you know, uh, you know, uh, my, um, it's like my, we have a, we have a, we have a, we have a puppy. I think I bring him up every podcast. Um, and we have a, 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 a friend who trains dogs and was teaching that if sometimes with children or even with dogs, like they're so hyped up that you think, Oh, I just gotta, I just gotta like run them out of energy until they get tired. But sometimes they're so revved up that actually like they're just never going to run out of energy. It's like they're like a flip is switch that actually you need to calm them down by just like, you know, just put just like kind of 
to really just changing the atmosphere. So sometimes he'll be so wound up. He's like, you got so much in it. And we'll just put him in his crate and then he immediately falls asleep. Mm. Like he takes a nap. You know what I mean? And so it's like, sometimes I'm so wound up worrying about this, that, the other, uh, the world and this virus. It's like, oh, maybe if I just, it's like almost like hold myself and put myself in a little temple of my heart. It's like, whew, mm-hmm. totally just change the consciousness. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's, that's what I feel listening to you each morning. So, so grateful for you, you inviting and bringing us there. Oh man, it's a, it's an honor. And really it's, it's, you know, it's a gift for me. I feel like I said last, like yesterday that I'm the thief that I'm coming in stealing inspiration. Mm-hmm. And so you know, something I was appreciating about you, um, about you sharing just now is, is, uh, yeah, is that we spend so much time in the consciousness of doing mm-hmm. it. You know, I know for myself, it's, you know, my consciousness so often moves into, and in Bhagavad Gita, they call it Rajagun, it's passion. Mm. And it's a consciousness that if I do something, then I'll have something, then mm. I'll be something, I'll be happy, fulfilled, mm. you know, then I can, you know, be compassionate, then I can, whatever it is. And so it's, it's like, it's like the, the carrot on the stick, you know, it's like this constant, I have to do in order to have, have and be. I have to do in order to experience grace, in order to experience mm. a connection with God. There's this, um, and, and in that consciousness, of course, we will do things. Of course, mm. we'll do things. You know, there's no question about that. There's, there's never a moment where we're inactive, even in, in, in action. We're always active in some mm. capacity, even subtly. But just that consciousness that it's like my happiness, my fulfillment, my safety, my security, my whatever it is, mm. is always in this doing. And so then I, I never actually get to the being. You know, the, the moment I get to the being, then again, it's like, oh, no, no, I've got to do something. Else. It's the next thing. And, and so that consciousness, it's, I, I know for myself, it's, it really is like a burden. Mm. Really, it's like just like carrying like this burden of happiness being this thing to attain that's like, I've got to, it's outside somewhere that I got to go find it, you know? Yeah. And, you know, where the consciousness of sattva is in being first, you know, it's like mm. sitting down, you know, breathing, mm. coming into the present moment, you know, and like recognizing like everything, okay, fully accepting myself for where I'm at. I may be feeling fearful or I may be feeling disconnected or I may be feeling scattered or anxious or whatever it is, you know, mm. but that by that, that pause, like you were saying with, with, uh, with Jay on his um, meditation, that pause, my hands on my belly, my hands on my body, I'm taking a deep breath. I'm mm. accepting where I am right now. And I'm remembering, I'm remembering that I'm a spirit soul. I'm remembering that I already am connected with the divine. Mm. I'm remembering that everything that I'm seeking in my life, security, safety, compassion, you know, the, the energy to serve, Mm. the intelligence to see the opportunities that already is there within me that is already there within me and then by just pausing even for a moment you know or however long it takes to connect to that state of spiritual being then from there we bring that into everything that we're doing yeah fulfill we're bringing fulfillment into everything we're doing we're bringing compassion into everything we're doing we're bringing love and insight we're bringing whatever Mm. it is bringing that to the doing to the action of our life and so yeah it's it's the um it's like the the technical you know or not technical but like the practical like Mm. what are we talking about we're talking about god consciousness we're talking about this this moment to moment Mm. you know bringing that consciousness into Mm. 
every experience of my life. And that takes being, that takes mm. being in the present moment. Otherwise, mm. you know, we're, we're just, uh, we're on the run. We're chasing the carrot and we're, we're thinking God is like down the road somewhere. You know, it's like God mm. is on the journey God is with us, you know? Mm. you know, found on the journey, in the journey, in being, you know? Yeah. 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 I, I was reading yesterday um, that uh, don't try to calm the storm, calm, calm yourself. The storm, <laughs> the storm will pass. Mm-hmm. You know, don't yeah. try to, don't try to calm the storm, calm yourself. The storm mm. will pass, you know? Yeah. And I think that's kind of many ways where we're at right now. There's a storm going on outside. It's a huge, massive storm across the globe. And it's like, how am I going to center and calm myself? And, and this, the storm will pass. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and where am I going to be when it's over? Mm-hmm. Who am I going to be? You know, who am I going to be right now? Um, and so that's, that's, that's what I'm hearing. And I think it's a beautiful meditation. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's, um, oh, Krishna, love what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's hard, right? It's, it's because <laughs> we're so conditioned to doing, we're so conditioned. And, and yeah. what I'm recognizing in my life is like, man, it's just my lack of faith, right? It's my lack of connection and faith in a higher power yeah. that is like, that it's like, I'm going to stay in this consciousness. Like, it's all about me doing. It's all about me kind of figuring this out and doing yeah. whatever that is. That, that, that's kind of like, it's, it just it becomes a lens that I'm experiencing life through. Yeah. And it's, it's this constant pressure. It's this constant pressure and anxiety that it's like, got to do, got to check the list, got to do the, mm. my spiritual practice in this way. And I got it. We're in a lifestyle training right now. And it's like a big part of it is time management, you know? Mm. And, and, and like e- so easily that becomes like this judgment filled, you know, <laughs> filled, guilt filled, like, how am I spending my time? Oh my God, I can't believe I'm spending my time like this or like that, whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, no, like we're, we're just trying to like step back from that passion just to step back so that we're in this experience of exploration. Yeah. We're in this experience of like, whoa, whatever it is. Whoa, I'm in a storm right now and I'm scared as shit. You know, like I'm in, a, you know, I'm in this intense experience right now or whatever it may be. Or I'm feeling like, I've never felt more happy and connected and aligned in my life. You know, every yeah. one of those experiences, like, wow, let me stay in exploration. Like, let me just stay yeah. that back, knowing that yeah. I'm in a river. It's not that I'm controlling it and I'm doing it and I'm constructing yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. I'm in a river of grace, you know, and, and mm. by being in that, you know, it's giving me this opportunity again to return to that consciousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah feel that closeness and to, to, to discover in that exploration what I'm really seeking. I'm really seeking this connection with the divine. I'm really seeking this connection with myself. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not seeking the accomplishment of chanting, you know, meditating for two hours a day. I'm not seeking the accomplishment of having the perfect schedule and, you know, checking all the boxes. Like that's not what I'm seeking the connection in all of it, you know? And so then scheduling can become a tool for that. It can become an amazing gift and tool for that. And all the practices that we talk about become a gift for that. Prayer is a gift for that. Yeah. So beautiful. Uh, Michelle Berger was quoting Rana Swami says that we have no choice. The waves will come and go. Our choice is how we ride those waves. The lessons of a surfer. The surfer sees the waves coming. It's like, how can I, I'm not going to stop or change this wave. How can, how can I, how can I ride this wave? 
Mm-hmm. And um, I was thinking um, uh, yesterday, today's, today's Monday. I have no idea what day it is anymore. It's wow. Monday. It's Monday. Monday. We got meetings. Today, we got Mondays, meetings. Yeah, meetings every whatever whatever day it is, whatever. <laughs> um, and so um, this um, we had this Sunday morning uh, online sangha group, and we're reading the Bhagavad Gita. We're reading the first chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. For those who aren't familiar, Bhagavad Gita is a, a, a text in spiritual wisdom. And it starts out with this uh, uh, spiritual, mental, emotional, physical crisis of Arjuna. And uh, basically, he's, he's asking the question, really, like, what's really important anymore? Mm-hmm. Everything that I thought was valuable is being put into question. And I'm because completely, he uses even words like, my skin is drying up, I'm bewildered, etc. And he, he practices this principle of don't just do something, sit there. You know, we have this friend, don't just, don't just, don't just sit there, do something. It's like, he's a warrior. He puts down his bow. He puts down his bow. He puts down his arrows. And he's like, I'm going to ask for counsel and I'm going to wait to act. I'm not just going to march forward and just rush into what I'm doing. And I'm also, I'm not just going to run away out of, you know, that's the other flip side of, mm-hmm. of reaction. Mm-hmm. He wants to run away. He's like, this is every, I want to, I want to run away. But at the same time, it's like, I'm going to pause before I do anything. He doesn't just, he doesn't just lunge into the battle. And he also doesn't just like run away in a reactionary mm-hmm. spirit. He gives himself that moment. He sits in that tension between pushing forward and running away. He sits in that tension and he reaches out. He's, he's, he's the original founder of the prayer revolution. And he <laughs> says, and he says, I do a little, what should I do? Mm-hmm. Watch, how do I ride this wave? And he's very honest. He's very honest. The whole first chapter of Bhagavad Gita, he's not, this is what I'm seeing. This is what I think. This is, there's this, um, I was talking with a friend the other day. There's this, there's this beautiful concept that we were discussing about a spiritual bypass. That sometimes, sometimes we, we exercise this spiritual bypass where we think, you know, we understand the ideal of where we should be or what ideal consciousness might would be. Or you were talking about schedule, like what my ideal schedule would look like. And then we just try to like catapult ourselves to there without actually taking the work of getting there. You know what I mean? And so we have this spiritual bypass, which is like, we're not recognizing where am I at right now? Mm. And so Arjuna's thinking in the Bhagavad Gita, the first chapter that this is, this seems to be like elevated consciousness and Krishna's saying like, no, that's not you. That's not where you're at. You're right here. Mm. And so we, we have to, we have to sometimes not fall uh, trapped to those spiritual bypasses because we think we need to leapfrog to some other place. Where we, and that's, I think, as you're saying, like, I think there's probably a lot of, a lot of guilt or a lot of shame or a lot of stress or a lot of um, anxiety or just a lot of even just disappointment with ourselves of like, how am I, I've got all the time in the world. And I, I, I always told myself, if I had more time, I'd be doing this, that, and the other. Well, now you got time and how am I doing it? I just watched, you know, whatever. I just, you know, I just, I didn't use my time the way that I thought or said I would. And so every day now I've got this guilt of like, I got to be spending my time in a certain way. That's not productive. And so Arjuna sits in that tension and he, and he, and he, and he reaches out. And so mm-hmm. I just thought that, that, that analogy of kind of like putting down the bow, putting mm-hmm. down the sword, mm-hmm. putting down whatever it is, and just mm-hmm. being able to sit with myself for a moment and check in. Um, mm. and I think that's the prayer. That's, 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 that's the idea of prayer is that it's not just, Oh Lord, please help me with this and the other. It's my dear Lord, guide me in this moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 
It's so beautiful. Yeah, Doyle. I mean, come on. It's so, so beautiful. Um, I think right, right, right. Ding, ding, ding. A hundred percent, you know? And I was just imagining, you know, when you, you, that vivid example, like that warrior, right? It's like, just imagine, it's like, it's such an intense drama. Mm -hmm. Like it is Mm -hmm. such an intense moment, right? We project that into our mind's eye and just imagine in the midst of a battlefield, a warrior dropping his bow on his chariot and, and, and sitting with God, you know, sitting with him, opening up, opening up to the exploration of this, this insane experience that he's in the middle of. Like it is, it's insane, you know, we yeah. will practically what, I mean, there, it would have to be like a worldwide catastrophe, which we're in to some extent, but like, this is like a, it's a world war and he's sitting in the middle of it right before the onset. It's completely bewildering. And somehow or other, right, he has the courage. He has the ability, the courage to, to pause and to be with the Lord, yeah. to yeah. pause and to be in a space of opening up, not just saying, this is wrong. This shouldn't be happening. This is bad. You know, like, I don't want this. I don't want this feeling. I don't want this thing. I'm going to the forest. I'm sitting with it. And also, he's not just rushing into it. Like, all right, whatever. I just got to do it. Even though I don't, you know, like totally disconnected from myself. I'm just going to step into it. You know, it's like, no, pause, be with the Lord. And this is exactly what we're talking about in prayer revolution. We're talking about that's available to us. That's That's what it says in and the Vedas is that there are two birds in a tree inside of our heart. Mm. You know, I'm just imagining like Arjuna and Krishna in this chariot. And I'm just imagining like my soul and God were sit are, are, are together in my heart mm. right now. You know, and and that prayer is that pause. I'm sitting down, right? I'm sitting down in the chariot. I'm dropping my bow, and I'm opening myself up to the inner wisdom. I'm opening myself up to mm. a higher power. You know, I'm turn. I'm that bird that's jumping around in the tree, looking for all the amazing things in life, trying to figure it out on my own. I'm, I'm, I'm that bird that pauses mm. and turns around and faces mm. the Lord within my heart to mm. connect, to reconnect. Yeah, beautiful. Someone's saying that the courage, the courage to pause. That's that's going viral right now in our comment section. Courage, courage to pause. To pause. Beautiful. Um, I was also our, our, our good friend Ava down in New Orleans left a beautiful comment on our chat board on Zoom. Hey Ava. It said, because of conditioning, even moments of sattva can activate me to act passionately. When I feel compassion, I sometimes ask, what can I do? It's a, be- it's a beautiful question. Ask, what can I do? And um, there's two things that came to thought is that, um, you know, what, what can I do? And sometimes it's, 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 it's almost like you can even reframe the question of what can I do to what can be done? Because sometimes there's things that need to be done, but not by me. You know what I mean? Like you, you talk, about, talk about giving, like speaking to another person. Um, like you want to give, uh, sometimes you feel you need, some, someone needs, somebody needs to hear it. They, they need to hear it. You know, I, I, some, this person needs to hear something. So I'm going to say it, even though it's uncomfortable. But it's, you ask those questions like, does it need to be said? Does it need to be said right now? Does it need to be said right now by me? You know, there's certain things that maybe need to be said. First, does it need to be said? Yes, it needs to be said. Does it need to be said right now? Okay, yeah, it needs to be said right now, as opposed to a week from now. Does it need to be said right now by me? Maybe I'm not the right person to say it. And so when I say, what can I do? Okay, there's a situation, there's hurting, there's healing in the world. And let's pull back and think, okay, I've got to do something. But let me step back and be like, oh my God, something needs to be done. My dear Lord, please guide that. 
please guide that. And if I'm meant to play a role in this, please make that clear to me. Because sometimes, and this isn't the case with, with everybody, sometimes I, it's the case for me, but it's not, it's, it's, it's a, you know, the, the word for false ego in Sanskrit is literally ahankar, which literally means I am the doer. Aham means I am, me, and kar, ahamkar, kar is a root of the word karma, which means action, to do. So ahamkar literally means I am the doer. And so it's, I sense that like I am acting independently from divine source, which is ultimately guiding all of my activities and guiding the activities of everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so what can I do is a beautiful question, but that what can I do has to be partnered up. It's almost like, what can we do? Or my dear Lord, what can you do? And how can you, I'm making myself available. You can use me or, you know, or how could, if there's something I can do or, Maybe somebody like so a hum car sometimes means I have to be the one that fixes it. Well, maybe somebody else needs to come in and step in and do it. You know what I mean? And so, but we're not aware if if that's us or if we're out of tune with ourselves. You know what I mean? If we're if we're not leading with 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 spiritual consciousness, with divine connection, because um, otherwise, you know, who knows how what if, if we're going to figure? We're not going to figure it out in our mind what needs to be done. We need to ask you know a, a higher spiritual consciousness. Um, so those are my thoughts in terms of like wh what can I do it's it's really what can be done and is there mm -hmm. something that that I can be used for or is there maybe something else that you know um, somebody else can be used for it's such an amazing right it's like that pause because we want to do something right we want to do something we want to help and it can come from like the most incredible place in our heart you know it's like I want to help man I see my See, my friend is like depressed. I want to, I want to take that away from them. Or I see my friend is like mm. totally anxious and like spinning themselves in circles. And like, I want to like, I want to meditate them. You know, I want to like grab them and like sit them down. You know, like, um, but, but you know, it's it's uh, it really. I love it, DJ. Just kind of highlighting like, wow, like I, I really got to step back from this first. You know, because if I think I'm the doer and I'm coming into it with that type of energy. I'm just missing the, I'm missing the whole beautiful opportunity yeah. connection that's available. Totally. Yeah. Was, yeah. Constantina, she was sharing something about passion. I thought it was a, a great opportunity for kind of just clarifying that is that we're going to, yeah, like let's serve, let's serve, let's serve passionately. Let's serve passionately. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, let's serve passion. Let's serve with all of our life, with all of our soul, with every ounce of energy that we have. Yes. Let's serve, you know, and, and the, what, we're, what we're attempting to do is like, let's be an instrument of service. You know, it's like, that's, that, that's the transformational. That's where like all those zeros, you know, they get the value of the one in front where it's like mm. all the energy, all those activities, all the desires, all the hopes, wishes, dreams, everything that we want to put into our life and into service, you know, mm -hmm. in forgetfulness of God it becomes meaningless. It has, it has much less meaning. It has, has material meaning, but it starts to lose spiritual meaning. You know, but where I bring that consciousness, you know, right now, yeah, I've got to lift groceries. I got to do, I got to exercise to keep my body fit. It's in that consciousness. I'm keeping this body. I was listening to Rana Swami mm -hmm. talking to his friend, Gary. His friend, Gary is a, a bodybuilder. Anyone that read the journey home, he's a bodybuilder and helps people shape their body and take care of their body and their health. And, and he said, we're partners, Gary. Because Gary was saying, we have nothing in common anymore. You're mm -hmm. a swami and like, you, you don't believe you're your body and I'm a physical trainer. And I, I tell everybody that like, they'll be happy if they have a healthy body, you know? And uh, he said, he said, Gary, we're, we're partners. He said, 
He said the body is like a te- the body is a temple, you know, and and you know you help people to make their temple very beautiful and to take care of their temple, and then I help people, you know, you know what what do they do inside of the temple? I help them to connect with what do they do inside of their temple, mm. and so it's such a beautiful you know we we can bring this consciousness into every single part of our life, mm. groceries taking care of our kids, bouncing our baby to sleep, doing yoga asana, running a business, running a corporation, whatever it is, our interactions, relationships with, with friends, you know, being yeah. instruments of compassion with friends. We bring that consciousness, that, that pause. I'm not the doer. I'm not the changer. I'm not the fixer. I'm not that person. Yes. You know? Totally. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's 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 what we're doing here. That's the prayer revolution. It's like there are so many there are so many issues in the world today, whether it's big global issues, political, environmental, social, economic, or small issues in my family, in my personal health, in my mental health, in my habits, in my work, in my business. So there's so many things that we feel need to be improved or changed, or there's so many revolutions, the political revolution or the environmental revolution or the social revolution, this and that, but it's like if unless we're approaching, unless it's, it's almost like, you know, I, I, this actually happened to me on a plane. I forget if it was this recently or however long ago, but like there was actually a point where they actually came on the intercom and was like, is there a doctor on the plane? Like one of our, one of our passengers is sick and somebody happened to be a doctor and they helped out. And we always hear like if it's in a restaurant or in an airport or in a plane or in a train, it's like, is there a doctor in the house and we need somebody to help out, you know? And imagine if just like, you know, somebody's like, I want to help. And it's like, are you a doctor? No, but I want to help. You know, let me just, let me see. Let me just check it out. You know what I mean? I got, I got a knife. Let me just cut them open and figure out what's going on in there. It's like, no, you're going to hurt this person. Why don't you invite somebody who has medical knowledge to understand what the situation is? They can really help. And so what, what the Vedas are teaching us is that that companion, that friend is the super soul in everyone's heart. They have the, God has the capacity to, to guide the best course of action in every circumstance. And so if we're not leading whether it's our politics, our environmental practices, or, you know, we talked about Rana Swami was always saying that, like, unless we, unless we clean up the greed and the pollution of the heart, the external world will continue. The rivers will be polluted again. The earth will be polluted again. Like, what brought us here in the first place? And so it's almost like the real revolution of the world is a spiritual revolution. Like, there's a spiritual revolution that's needed in our world today. And that comes through prayer. Prayer not just being, you know, my dear Lord, give me this, that, and the other, but prayer, my dear Lord, please be with me in this moment. Please guide me at every moment. You know, and I was thinking of, uh, there's these beautiful verses in the 13th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, because um, another friend of ours on, on our chat board in Zoom was saying that, you know, this is all super relevant, but also very difficult to do, especially when it comes to parenting, not always trying to fix things. But at the same time, it's like, I want what's best. I'm not just going to sit in the sidelines and this person hurt themselves or walk off a bridge or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, I have to be detached. And so it's like, how do I do that? It's very difficult. And so Krishna was saying, there's these beautiful verses in the 13th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. He says in verse 28 of the 13th chapter, he says, one who sees the super soul accompanying the individual soul in all bodies and who understands that neither the soul nor the super soul within the destructible body is ever destroyed actually sees so beautiful i'm going to read it again one who sees the super soul accompanying the individual soul in all bodies and who understands that neither the soul nor the super soul within the destructible bodies ever destroyed actually sees and so it's like expanding that vision 
of inviting another person into the room and seeing that even in my kids, there's another parent in the room. There's another parent in the room that I have neglected. Let me invite, and that parent has more experienced parenting than me. Let that parent into the conversation. And who understands that neither the soul in that body or the super soul within the destructive body is ever destroyed. So whatever, whatever challenge my friend, my child, my parent, my country, my, 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 my world is going through, it will not destroy the, the, the actual deepest part of them, that, mm -hmm. that, that we will not be lost. Mm -hmm. You will not be lost. They will get through mm -hmm. them. And, and, and that is how I can expand, expand my vision. And that helps me, that helps exit me from the world of anxiety, from the world of, of, of worry and stress, because the things that I'm actually worried about are things that A, are not only within my control, but that the thing that I value the most, which is the eternal well-being of this individual soul, can never be lost or taken away by some material circumstances. And he says within, it's so interesting the way he put it, that the soul and the super soul within the destructible body, we're in this destructible suit. There's a planned obsolescence that's going to be taking place. And so let's not hold on to that shell. Let's really, okay, like, I want to help, it got to be, got to be fed, it got to be safe, got to do all these things. But what am I actually doing? The, the greatest help and service I can give mm -hmm. is to help somebody awaken their, that spiritual consciousness. And so there's a whole purport here, beautiful. We can elaborate. And we always say we'll talk about this tomorrow, but then we never get to it. We have a totally different conversation the next day. But well, it's, what do you say, how do you How are you going to sign us off here? Laura just brought her beautiful baby boy on. We love seeing our babies. And uh, Cleo, oh, so shout out on Instagram. Cleo. We love Cleo, our little angel. And, and I was just thinking about uh, baby Vera. And I just think about just this, this, yeah. this beautiful opportunity that we have. Yeah. Right? It's like ba baby Vera is Vera's child. He's not, he's not referring to himself in the third person in a child form. I have he's, a baby boy named Vera also. Yeah, so. there is baby Vera. <laughs> And so, yeah, that, that you're, you're just bringing us into this consciousness of, of faith, of having faith that in being with my partner, being mm. with my child, being with this individual, that being with them, believing that if I'm connected to the divine, that if I'm coming in with that energy, I literally don't even have to open my mouth. Maybe I will, mm. maybe not, but just being in that consciousness with them it starts to awaken that consciousness within them as well. It starts to help them to reconnect to that super soul within and they will make better choices. They will be, they will move toward that voice more and more and more. If we're doing it in our life and we're in that, we're connecting with whoever that person is and we're doing that in our life a little bit more every single day, it has a powerful transformative effect and it's an amazing opportunity for us to deepen our own faith, to deepen our own faith and to see those miracles unfold in our life. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much, Vera. Thank you all, all of you for tuning in, all of us here on Zoom, all of us on Instagram Live, all the sweet little angel boys and girls that are also tuning in with us, with your parents. Your parents love you, do what they say, listen to them, be good. They know what's best for you and don't cause too much trouble. That's our message to all the children out there. <laughs> and, to all, to all the, and to all the parents, to all the parents, remember there is a supreme parent who is helping you out. And, um, you know, as we move through the rest of our day, just in, invite that person into the conversation. Just mm. remember that, you know, just like as, as Krishna's telling Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, I already lost the verse. 
He says that one who sees the super soul equally present everywhere. He says, one who sees the super soul accompanying the individual soul in all bodies. So mm -hmm. see that soul accompanying every single soul in all bodies. Mm -hmm. And understands that neither the soul nor the super soul within the destructible body, this body is destructible. It's going gonna, it's gonna to self, this message will self-destruct at some point. But the soul within the body and the super soul within the body is never, ever, ever perished. And mm -hmm. so um, I love all you guys. I love you, Vera. Satya, Zoe, uh, Damodar, he's saying the verse, chapter 13, verse number 30, 29. No, the verse 28, 13, 28. 13, 28, there it is, Bryn's got it. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow, seeing you the next day, seeing you every day. Be in touch mm -hmm. with us. We love you guys. That's it. Have a beautiful That's our story. Day. Let's stick into love it. You. Love okay. you, bro. Bye-bye.